Today's passage from God's Word, the Holy Bible, comes from Romans chapter 1, verses 14 through 17. There, Paul writes, I am obligated both to Greeks and non-Greeks, both to the wise and the foolish. That is why I am so eager to preach the gospel also to you who are in Rome. I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God for the salvation of everyone who believes, first for the Jew, then for the Gentile. For in the gospel a righteousness from God is revealed, a righteousness that is by faith from first to last, just as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. Paul here writes, first to say by Greeks and non-Greeks, Paul was referring to those of the Greek culture and those not of the Greek culture because he was writing. The wise and the foolish refers to the educated and the uneducated. So what was Paul's obligation? After his experience with Christ on the road to Damascus that we read in Acts 9, His whole life, his whole life, was consumed with spreading the good news of salvation. His obligation was to Christ for being his Savior, and he was obligated to the entire world. He met his obligation by proclaiming Christ's salvation to all people, both Jews and Gentiles, across all cultural, social, racial, and economic lines. We also are obligated. We are obligated to claim Christ to everyone that cross our path. We're obligated to Christ because He took on the punishment we deserve for our sin. And although we cannot repay Christ for all he has done, we can and should demonstrate our gratitude by showing his love to others. Paul was not ashamed because his message was the gospel of Jesus Christ, the good news. It was the message of salvation. It had life-changing power. And it was for everyone when you are tempted to be ashamed and remember what the good news is all about and what it's done for you if you focus on God and what God is doing in the world rather than on your own inadequacy you won't be ashamed or embarrassed to share why did the message go first to the Jews because They had been God's special people for more than 2,000 years, ever since God chose Abraham and promised great blessings to his descendants. God did not choose the Jews because they deserved to be chosen, but because he wanted to show his love and mercy to them, to teach them and prepare them to welcome his Messiah into the world. God chose them not 
to play favorites, but so that they would go and tell the world about his plan of salvation. And for centuries, the Jews had been learning about God by obeying his laws, keeping his feasts, and living according to his moral principles. Often they would forget God's promises and requirements. Often they would not have been disciplined. But still, they had a precious heritage of belief in the one true God. Of all the people on earth, the Jews should have been the most ready to welcome the Messiah and to understand his mission and message. And some of them were. Of course, the disciples and the great Apostle Paul were faithful Jews who recognized in Jesus God's most precious gift to the human race. Jews and Christians alike stood against the idolatrous Roman religion. Religions, the multiple religions that Rome had. And Roman officials often confused the two groups. This was especially easy to do since the Christian church in Rome could have been originally composed of Jewish converts who had attended the Feast of Pentecost and then dispersed. By the time Paul wrote this letter to the Romans, however, many Gentiles had joined the church. The Jews and the Gentiles needed to know the relationship between Judaism and Christianity. The gospel shows us both how righteous God is in his plan for us to be saved across all lines, culturally, economically, racially. By trusting Christ, our relationship with God is made right. First to last, God declares us to be righteous because of faith and faith alone. God grants us redemption and a way to be saved through His Son, Jesus Christ. God is in his plan for us to be saved and also how we may be made to fit for eternal life by trusting in Jesus. Paul in verse 17 is quoting Habakkuk 2.4. Habakkuk may have understood will live to mean this present life only. But Paul, Paul extends this statement of will live both now and forever. Because as we trust God, we are saved. Now, as we live on this earth and forever as we live with him. Go out and make it a wonderful, God-filled day in the salvation 
know Jesus Christ and your faith in Him. And if you haven't placed your faith in Him, search for Him. Ask Him and He will find you. He did it. Let's do it.